You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey everybody, if you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The 7 Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word 7 Habits. That's the number 7 Habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Peter Vargas. And Peter has trained hundreds of people to become powerful speakers, growing their brand from stage. Since 2003, Peter has promoted platforms with purpose, working with his team to book over 20,000 events that have generated more than $40 million in revenue and reach tens of millions of people through the speakers and organizations they serve. So I want to welcome Peter to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me so much. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited because you know what? There's a recurring theme. You know, this is episode probably 75 or six, somewhere in there of growth experts. And I, so that means I've interviewed literally, you know, probably in the last close to a year here, probably close to a hundred experts in different arenas. And the topic of speaking comes up all the time. But I've never had a guy who specializes in speaking. That's not what he, you know, what they do, where he's an actual speaking expert. So I'm super excited to dive in today. And just for the audience, let everybody know what you have in store. You know, Peter's going to share three steps, okay, to using speaking or getting on the stage to build your business and brand. But before we dive into that, give us a little quick backstory, if you would, Pete. That'd be great. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, my I uh, yeah I'm I am uh, very passionate about speaking. I was a I didn't realize the themes of speaking in my life, but when I was a little kid, I came from a really broken family. I moved with my grandmother in my teenage years because of uh, just an abusive home life, and you know it was speakers in my teenage years that extremely influenced me. Like really had an influence on my life. I went off to college, thought I was going to be the next Jerry Maguire. Because of some of those speakers that I heard in my teenage years, I thought, man, I could, some of them were athletes. And I thought, I'm going to go represent athletes and didn't end up doing that. Didn't because of, I didn't want to go to law school. And I actually came back to West Texas. I took over as the youth pastor and the number one strategy we incorporated to grow our youth group was bringing in speakers. So I would bring in speakers and our first Wednesday night in Texas, we had three kids there. And I told those three kids, Jory, McKenzie, and Stacy, we're going to bring in speakers and we're going to change this town and we're going to really make an impact. My last Wednesday night there, four years later, we had 750 kids in the new million dollar youth building that we built. And the like number one reason why we grew was because of the powerful speakers that I brought in there, which were dozens of speakers, entrepreneurs, stay at home moms, you know, musicians, artists, Super Bowl MVPs, chaplains, like we brought it all in there. And what I would see is my kids would buy into the concept of what those speakers would say on stage. So in one hour, they would literally buy into what those speakers would say on stage. So if they said, you know, here's a health and wellness message, they would go do it. If they said, be givers and not takers in this world, our kids would go do it. They'd raise money for the 
million dollar youth facility that we'd end up building a couple of years later. And so I just saw this theme of the power of what one hour on a stage could do for somebody. And one of the speakers that came in, his daughter was the first girl killed at Columbine back in 1999. His name is Daryl Scott. His daughter was Rachel Joy Scott, one of my heroes. One of my mentors said, you have to bring him in. Well, he's about the 25th speaker that I brought in. And he came in and he spoke and he gave his final challenge. And he said, there's people in your life that you love that you don't know if you'll be here with them tomorrow. So I want you to go home and tell them how much you love them because you don't, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. And so that was easy for me. It was my wife, my best friend, a few other people. And then he gave that little deep conviction. He said, some of them you're not in good standings with. And I thought, wow, I can't stand. I was furious with my mom and my dad, especially my dad, because that's who I grew up with. And so I went and begged and pleaded my dad to come back to the night event. I wasn't going to tell him I loved him because I felt like he needed to tell me he loved me and ask for my forgiveness. And that might have been backwards thinking, but I was still hurt. I was 23 years old, but I was still carrying the wounds of a, the seven-year-old. And so I brought my dad back that night. Long story short, I set everything up, just like a lot of your listeners have set up in their business. Like you've set everything up perfect. You're like, it's supposed to work now. Like it's here. It's the moment. I've done what I was supposed to do. And there were a thousand people in that building that night. And I feel like at the end, as he challenged the parents to really step up their roles, every parent and every grandparent in the audience were hugging their kids and their grandkids. But my dad didn't say a word to me. And I was furious. I was like, if, if that can't do it, I don't know what's going to do it. I had tried everything growing up. And finally, I thought this was the moment nothing happened. And a lot of the times that's like our work and our business. It's like, we think we've set everything up to be perfect. And it doesn't transpire that way. And, and my encouragement to your audience is I truly believe that what we're about to share in this you know, next 15 or 20 minutes will be transformational to their business. If they're discouraged today, you're going to be encouraged by the end of the time. If you're like just kind of mediocre and it's like, man, I, I'm not growing like I want to, but things are good. I want to show you how to really transform that. And then for those that are doing really, really well, like Chandler Bolt, I'm just going to show you another customer acquisition channel that's going to allow you maybe in a year, maybe in two years to become your number one customer acquisition channel. Because a couple of weeks later, I got a letter in the mail from my dad and it said, I'm sorry for the father I've been here. My son is having an impact on hundreds of kids lives and I can't have an impact on my only son's life. I'm asking for a second chance to do things right. And he told me for the first time in a decade that he loved me. And when my wife and I read that letter, not only were we crying and weeping because it was like what I had been desiring my whole life. This, the crazy thing about it is I thought to myself, that was the day that I dedicated my life to stages and speaking forever because I saw the power of one hour on a stage and what it could make people, the action that it could make people do when done with integrity and confidence and, you know, sincerity and vulnerability. Like if, I saw what could happen in one hour. And that day was the day I dedicated my life to stages for the rest of my life. And over the course of the last 15 years, yeah, we've booked tens of thousands of stages out of our office. And, you know, we've seen those stages generate tens of millions of dollars of products and services and donations. And you go on and on and on. And I believe stages are the fastest way to really grow your business and create more customers within your business that want to go deeper with you. And so it all stemmed from a personal story for me, Dennis. Wow, that's an amazing story. And there was a lot there to unpack, but I understand and it's obvious, your passion is obvious. It's, 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 it comes out in your voice and the story itself. So 
Let's dive in a little bit. When did you start, you know, before we dive into the the meat and potatoes, those three steps you're going to share with us in a minute, when did you start Advance Your Reach? Because you're, you're the CEO of Advance Your Reach. That's your primary business, right? Yeah, great question. So for, for 13 years, we didn't have Advance Your Reach. We basically did all of the execution and marketing to help not only that organization that I just told you about, which is called Rachel's Challenge, but we helped three or four other organizations. And we basically were like a complete done for you, which is not what we are today, but we were a complete done for you, which means we're in the trenches for 13 years. And that's where we were literally booking the stages and making sure people were great on stage and making sure those stages attracted more customers. And we did that for 13 years. Three years ago, literally, we're on the third year anniversary. We started Advance Your Reach because we felt like the world your audience needed to hear how to get their message out there on a grander scale and stand out. So it was three short years ago that we started Advance Your Reach. So your business now, Advance Your Reach, you work with speakers to help them get booked on stages. Can I read between the lines? Is that what you do? Yeah, we help them. We help work with not just speakers, but people who want to use speaking as a customer acquisition channel that maybe have never tried it. So we work with people who've never tried it, people who are doing it okay, but maybe not well. And then people who've done it but literally have been doing it wrong. And so, yeah, we help people do that. We have digital resources, we have workshops. And then, you know, for some people who are really dialed into it, like we help some of them, like our highest level clients actually put them on stages. But everything we do, everything we teach, every workshop we hold, all revolves around helping people get this done in their business. So, All right, great. So let's get a little bit micro really quick, and then we're going to dive into those three steps. Advance your reach. You've been in, this is your third anniversary. Can you give us some sense of scale, whether it be revenue or employees or percentage growth, something to kind of share with, with uh, the audience, how big your business is today after three years of actually formally launching it? Yeah, man, we, we, we grew from, I mean, zero to over 20 people over the last three years. We kind of started from scratch three years ago and we've literally grown from through uh, zero to um, just shy of $5 million this year or right around the $5 million mark this year. And the number one, number one thing that we do is actually we practice what we preach. We're on about 15 offline stages, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And this year we'll be on around a hundred online stages like I'm on right now with you. And between that is like literally the number one, number one thing that we do in our business is share incredible information, be generous with information, and then people, you know, ideally want to work with you. You know, not all people, some people don't, but that's the number one strategy that we've done. So we've grown pretty fast in three short years. Wow. So there's a million questions I'd like to ask you, but we're limited on time and I really want yeah. to get to those three steps. So, you know, would you do us a favor and unpack those three steps you talked about on how to use speaking and getting on stage to build your business and brand? Could you unpack that for us and share that with the audience? I want to make sure we have enough time for that. Yeah, I'll unpack three. And what I'd really encourage your audience to do is there's one that's going to resonate with you most. I believe you need all three in order to make sure that you're doing speaking correctly and stages correctly, but you got to get started with one. So if there's one that you, as I unpack this, like really think about which one of these three are the ones that you should get started with most. So that's what I'd encourage the audience to do and identify that because we're going to provide some incredible support to be able to help you do that. So, I mean, the first thing, a lot of people are like, put me on a stage, Pete, put me on a stage, put me on a stage. And that's something I will never do until we make sure that you're really good on stage. 
there is this person who controls the stage and they're called the meeting planner. They have direct control of the stage. And when you don't do them well, they let everybody else know about it. And so the first thing that we really want to encourage people to do is be great on stage. And so there's a few people that are listening. You're like, man, Pete, I'm scared to death. Like, I'd rather die than be on a stage. Okay, I'm going to tackle that here in a minute. And then there's people that are like, I'm really good on stage. Okay, I believe that. And I've seen over a thousand speakers. And I believe that all of us have the opportunity to really up-level our stage game. And so when you can have one incredible signature talk, your signature talk, like the main talk that you do is the greatest marketing tool you have in your business. And if you can design one talk, just one, not three, not five, not seven, and you can get really comfortable with that one talk, you will begin to establish this confidence on stage and you will begin to deliver it because you're not having to think about a bunch of different talks. And so the best thing that I really encourage those people who might be scared that are listening today Like I've heard you in your one-on-one conversations and you're unbelievable in your one-on-one conversations. We just got to take that and create a talk. And I'm going to give you the framework to create that talk here in just a second, but we got to create one incredible talk. And it's no different than when you're talking one-on-one with somebody. And here's the other thing. A lot of people get nervous to be on a stage because they see the person on the thousand person stage and don't realize. And I have story after story of this, that that person started on a stage of five and then 10, and then 30, and then 100, and then 300. And so they got their repetitions with their one talk on a small stage. And so if you're that person who's like nervous or scared, which is a huge part of the audience, I want you to know by just getting one talk dialed in and beginning to put it out there on a smaller stage, you will begin to do this repetition and you will get so confident in that one talk that it allows you to just really begin to grow in your business and grow on up level on the type of stages that you're on. And for those of you that are on stages or already doing stages and feel really comfortable, what I want to encourage all of you to do today is understand that there are three components of a person that you want to really inspire when you talk. And I'm going to give you the framework in about 60 seconds. You want to inspire their hearts. You want to challenge their minds and you want to get their hands to take action. Like literally, those are the three things that you want to do in a talk. And we call it the Story Braid Framework. There are four pieces to the Story Braid Framework that makes you great on stage. Number one is right away out of the gates is impacting their hearts. Like the first thing that you want to do when you're talking to someone is you want to inspire their hearts. You want them to see that they're just like you. Like like you want their, their hearts to be opened up and you want them to connect with you right out of the gates. And then in this piece of the talk, there's two really important things for them to see. Once you've connected with them, and and how I connect with people is I show a picture of my family. And I talk about our challenges with our, you know, our three adopted kids and some of the challenge that they had. You know, so right away I'm connecting. But the the second big thing that you want them to see is that you're ordinary and you're extraordinary. They have to see both. If they only see one, they check out. But if they can see both, they'll check in and they want to learn. Like, wow, they walk in my shoes, but they've done something that I want to do. They've done something in their business or in their marketing or in their relationships or in their mindset that I haven't arrived at. And so it's important to set that gap of being extraordinary and extraordinary. Once you've done that, now you move to the mind, the head. And now the majority of your time is taught teaching and not teasing, teaching and not teasing. This is where you teach for 60 to 70% of the time. And you literally teach your process on how you move from ordinary to extraordinary. That's what you teach them. And you, you tell it 
you lay it all out. This is how I move from ordinary to extraordinary. Step one, step two, step three, step four, and no more than step five. I love three to four. If you got to get five in there, that's cool. But that's the second part is you teach and you lay out what it takes to get the results to moving to extraordinary. Then the, the third piece, and we'll call, uh, the third piece is the hands, a call to action. You can't move people deeper with you if you don't have their information. And here's the thing. Don't cheat the call to action. Give them something that's truly of value that helps move them from A to B in their life. Because if people can get a win in their life and they equate that win back to you, they're going to have that amazing like experience of you like, wow, if their free content is this great, like what's their paid content look like? And so the third call to action, the third piece of the framework is the hands and really making sure that you give them something away for free of valuable. So I'm going to give you an example with Rachel's challenge. We would give them like the seven ways to change the culture of your school. Like that's what we'd give them and a little description on what the principles, building principles could do to change that. Now, they can go implement those seven on their own, or they can choose to implement it with our programs, which I'll talk about in the third step, but you got to collect their names. That's the third piece. And then the fourth piece, Dennis, you bring it full circle all the way around and you wrap it with a closing heart story. You bring it home with the heart. You open with the heart, you close with the heart. And the closing story's intention is to drive home everything you just taught them, to reinforce it with a powerful story. When you design your talk like that, it's the story braid framework. That's when you begin to set yourself up to beginning to be great on stage. So I'll pause there, Dennis, and, and let you unpack that. Yeah. Man, I was taking notes. So yeah. that was all step number one in creating that one signature talk. You broke that down into three or four different components under that. Correct. So, and, I, and I really appreciate that. And I think that'll be super helpful because, you know, bite-sized pieces is what I need. And I'm sure the audience is the same way. So that was step number one, create your signature talk. Let's talk about step number two, because I know there's two more yeah. steps here we got to dive into. Yeah. So step two is scaling the stage. Now, a lot of people are like, Pete, I want to get on stage. We're getting there. We're getting there. But I don't want to put you on stage and set you up for failure until you're set up for like to be successful. So what does scaling a stage mean? The great Zig Ziglar said, I've never changed someone's life with the speaking gig. But if they buy my tapes and cassettes, I got a shot at changing their lives. And that is what scaling a stage is. It's people going deeper with you. When they go deeper with you, you change their lives. And so I'm going to come back on that Zig story here in a second. And you're going to be the first podcast that I ever share this with. But what does scaling a stage mean? It means you have to have a product suite. And there's eight ways that you can scale past the stage. I can't dive into all of those, but I believe most of the people listening have some type of product suite that's listening to growth experts. So you got to create a product suite. Like that's the first part of scaling the stage. So with Rachel's challenge, they had a five and a $10,000 school program that the schools could bring back into their schools and implement that program. A lot of you have retainer-based, service-based businesses. Some of you are, do coaching, consulting. A lot of you do your own events. Some of you have digital products. If you don't have a product suite, the first part of scaling a stage is creating a product suite. The second piece of scaling a stage is collecting names. I told you just a minute ago that you have a free gift that you give away during your talk. And as soon as you collect those names, and if you do a good job, you'll see 60, 70, 80% of those people give you their information. And we love to get in in a physical contact card. If you have a high ticket, a higher ticketed offer, 
that you're offering, we put a physical contact card out on their seats. If you have a low ticket offer, then you can do it all digital opt-in. But you got to collect their names because if you can't collect their names, then you can't follow up with them. And so that's the second piece of scaling a stage. And then the third piece of scaling a stage is actually converting those people in the 10 to 14 days after the event. It's beginning to follow up with email sequence or beginning to follow up with the phone sequence that really begins to have conversations with those people that were moved by you and now are entertaining going deeper with you. And so that is how you scale a stage. When you scale a stage correctly, the value of that stage will be worth very, it can be worth really good money to you. And so here's the analytics for you. And then I'll close with a, a zig quote from yesterday. I, our numbers say that if you're in front of 100 people, 100 people, small little stage, nothing big, that you do a good job of giving away a free gift and 80 of them give you their information. Our analytics say if you do a good job of following up with those 80, that you will have 8 to 12 new clients in your business, 8 to 12 new customers in your business, 8 to 12 new people that you can serve in your business. So that's important because now that's the value of that stage is whatever the value of 8 to 12 new customers are to you. And so yesterday, I'm on the phone with Tom Ziegler, Zig Ziegler's son, the CEO of the Ziegler organization. And I said, Tom, first time I'm talking to him, I said, Tom, I want you to know that I love your dad's quote and I use it all the time that I've never changed someone's life with a speaking gig. But if they buy my tapes and cassettes, I got a shot at changing their life. And Tom said, do you want me to give you the analytics and numbers to that? I said, yeah. And he said, my dad used to ask one of the people who still work here today, an amazing lady to collect all of my testimonials that my dad would get. And as we went through the testimonials, out of every hundred, he goes, I'm just kind of gut gut here, but 99, one of them would talk about how impactful my dad made on their lives from a stage. But 99 of them would talk about how impactful his tapes, his cassettes, and his programs made on their lives. You should have, we want people to go deeper with you because that's where you change their businesses, their relationships, their life, whatever it is that you do. And the great Zig Ziglar's organization gave me like cool analytics yesterday to be able to prove that. So the second piece to really using stages is making sure that you know how to scale a stage. So that's the second piece, Dennis. Perfect. Yeah. And so that conversation you had with Tom Ziglar, I mean, you know, it just reinforces the fact that if you don't, you know, you can only do so much in an hour, right? You can only do so much in 45 minutes to an hour. But if you're compelling and you have that call to action, you know, literally 90% of the benefit for the audience is going to come after the fact when they take the next step. So it's your job to be compelling, right? I mean, if you think that information is, is needs to be shared, I mean, that's why you need to go through a process like this of creating this talk, learning how to scale the stage. And then step number three is getting on the stage. Like it's just, yeah, it's getting on the stage. So the last part is beginning to find and win stages. And here's what I really want to encourage you to do. Like I can geek out over this and I know because of time we can't geek out too much, but like there are, here's the, here's what I want you to know. We want you to figure out what your dream stage is and a dream stage is defined by the being in front of your ideal customers, people who need what you have to offer. That's your dream stage and providing significant value to them when you get in front of them. So that is what a dream stage looks like. It's not about the number of people. It's about the quality of the people in the audience that need what you have to offer. 
quality based on that they're, they're your ideal customers. So what are the industries and niches that you serve right now or that you see are people who buy your products and services? What I want you to know is those people gather everywhere. They gather online. They gather offline. And what I want you to begin to recognize is that there are millions of stages, small, medium, large, that you have the opportunity to begin to get in front of one to many and provide incredible value and watch what begins to happen for your business as you become great on those stages. And so those stages exist everywhere. If you will simply do a Google search, like just a Google search, you just have to name the like name the industry like chiropractors and then use the words like conferences, conventions, seminars, you know, events and just begin to use those two searches in combination like top chiropractic events in America, top chiropractic events in Colorado Springs. And you begin to just do that search of the niches and industries that you want to go after, you will begin to find stages galore. You'll be blown away. There are millions of stages and a lot of them are in your backyard. You could drive there today, drive home right afterwards. And so stages exist everywhere and you have this unique opportunity to begin to find those stages. There's eight different online stages. There's eight different offline stages. And I dive into those eight deep in in a resource that we'll give to all of you. And so you just want to begin to create this portfolio of like, man, these are the online stages I love. These are the offline stages that I want to be on. And it becomes a portfolio for you. It literally becomes a portfolio, a little miniature portfolio of a way that you're going to attract more people into your business. And so once you decide which stages you want to go after, what I really want to encourage you to do is put a system in place that allows you to win those stages. That's what you want to do. We use email. We use video. We use direct mail. We use social media. And we use email, direct mail, social media, phone, (laughs) and video. Those are the five mediums we use. But the shortcut to stages is simply using video. Simply using video. We use a platform called bombbomb.com. It's one of my favorite tools. I shoot thousands of videos on it every, every year on my phone. And I literally, in two minutes, introduce myself to a meeting planner. That's the person who controls the stage. And I will help recognize who they are and how they're serving this world. And I help them understand the problem I can solve for their community. When you can do a good job of communicating that, you will find yourself having conversations with meeting planners wanting to engage in you being on their stage. And so when you begin to put that system in place, you will begin to find yourself on other people's stages. And that's when this system becomes powerful. Because here's the thing, like I full circle, you know, I believe like if you have one of like, you've got to get started on one of those areas, because if you have, once you have all three of them dialed in, you're going to be like Chandler Bolt. Chandler Bolt is a student who like, avoided stages because he told it was he was told it was a rat race and that you were only a road warrior. And now Chandler this year, because of him dialing into each one of these three areas one at a time, stages are going to add seven figures to his business. When he started the year, he hadn't explored them as part of his business model at all. But he got dialed into one thing at a time. And so those are the three areas, Dennis, that they really are going to want to get dialed into. Wow, that's amazing. I mean I could sit here and just listen forever because I think there's there's so much power in, in what you're saying. And it's easier than ever to get on stage because of technology and because yes. of the ability to find stages, digital, online, offline. So 
Listen, we got to wrap it up. Let's do a quick rapid fire on the next two questions. One word answers. What's your favorite? And you probably just told me, but what's your favorite growth tool or software today? Well, I use BombBomb like crazy. Like, and this is an affiliate link, but it's BombBomb.com forward slash reach, which is, and it'll tell you why I use it forward slash reach. I mean, I love BombBomb. It's a, I've been using it for several years. It's my, one of my favorite tools. Perfect. And what's one book that you would recommend to my audience? I read the book of Proverbs all the time. Like, so if you're like, you know, I'm just not a faith-based thing, but I mean, like I, obviously my faith is extremely important to me. And there's a lot of people like, I don't even know where to start in the Bible. It's just so much. I'm just telling you, the book of Proverbs has 31 chapters and it's some of the greatest wisdom that exists under the sun. So the book of Proverbs. Perfect. Well, listen, let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about Advance Your Reach, and we'll close it out for today, Pete. Yeah. So I would just share one final story because I think this is really important. You know, I am a father of three kids. I have a 10, eight and five year old, all three adopted. And my dad and I have a unique story now that's very in common. We've been told for a long time that we could never have kids and because of health challenges that my wife faced. And about a month ago, we found out at age 40, we just had turned 40, that we're having a baby girl in March of this year. It's, it was physically impossible for us to have kids. And now this little miracle is upon us, which is really cool. And we found out at the age of 40. Well, I got a call 12 years ago from my dad and he was 49 and my stepmom was 48 and we had no kids yet. And my dad said, bubs were pregnant. And I was like, what? And so we go back to meet my little brother in Texas 12 years ago. And my little brother is, uh, I see something different in my dad that weekend. It's like amazing to see the way that he's interacting with him. And I think something's going to be different. And so we walk out to the car and my wife and I are about to drive back to Colorado that weekend. And I'm thinking to myself, man, when am I going to have kids? My dad's 49 and he has a kid. And I remember my dad walking me to the driver's side and he said, I want you to know you'll always be my little boy, but I feel like JT is my second chance to get to do things right. And he asked me for a second chance in that letter he wrote me. And it's amazing how God gave him that second chance because today, not only is my dad the greatest father to JT, he's the greatest grandfather to my kids and my sister's kids. And that would have not been possible had it not been for that one hour on a stage. And so I really want to encourage your audience, like really seriously, like everybody can up-level their stage game in some component, no matter where you're at. I really want to encourage you like to be able to have the influence and stand out from your competition. Like I want to encourage you to really take stages seriously because of what it can do for you. And so if you go to adventurereach.com forward slash growth experts, adventurereach.com forward slash growth experts, there's a thing called the one hour launch workshop. And literally, I break down three 25-minute trainings on each of these three areas that we dove into today, and I go deeper, and each of those three have an amazing gift with them. And so it's just going to be up for a limited time. So I really want to encourage y'all, like, take advantage of that workshop. It's a virtual workshop. It costs you nothing, and it will go deeper into all three areas, adventurereach.com forward slash growth experts. Perfect. Thanks, Pete. I really appreciate it. I strongly suggest the audience, you know, take him up on that offer. I know I'm going to, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me today. Thanks. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.